Okay, so now this is a continuation of um, another part of the story, and um, I appreciate this one just because um, it deals with Onyx, and then I combined it with another character, Oleander, and then I add uh, mysteriously a third character into this. Now, to update, um, Onyx is not to be confused with another, which is the Guardian. But ideally, I, I frame them both <clears throat> after one another as uh, these hero-esque uh, type characters. Now, Onyx specifically is more or less like a firefighter. And uh, he literally, um, as I surmised in the earlier part uh, of the book, was he just woke up in his cottage. And so he's, as his genius mind would work, is figuring out how everything works. And so he's going through it, he's going through the motions and, and trying to remember these things with his mind. And then he eventually leaves his cottage because he hears um, fires outside, he hears chaos going on. And so he continues and uh, while people are running in the opposite direction, um, he's going towards um, the smoke and, and towards the fires and towards the screams. And I thought that was an interesting juxtaposition just because um, if you're following the framework of how I made this story, um, was how everyone forgot their memories. And so even with him, and I don't even allude or explain as to how or what memories he remembers, he just goes towards the chaos and towards whatever it is that is going on. And um, earlier in the series, people uh, look at him like he was crazy, but he goes and he helps. And so the story continues where he has and meets up with other refugees. And so... Um, these are unlike like-minded people and unlike meaning as in they are nothing alike or they don't think alike but they do have this inherent um, notion as to to stave off uh, this sense of madness um, the, the sense of peace that they have with one another um, even though they look different even though they think about handling certain situations differently they meet on this equal term of something needs to be done and instead of arguing about it or instead of pointing fingers they're literally moving and, and helping someone and, and picking something up and, and and handling these delegate situations and delegating um, almost in real time now to add to this which is a sense of um, I wrote this so long ago this is like 2015 2014 which was another character now this is Oleander now mind you this is all written in a poetic format so none of this is explained now oleander is the character that um, could only be explained as a comic book character or uh, something from an anime series now me and my nerd self nerd meaning as in i watch a lot of cartoons is this character who has a different sensibility and um, the way that uh, anime characters or comic book characters have is that they don't have a plight at all. Um, it's no sense of um, cognitive... Uh, mm, I don't even know how you even describe it as uh, a reasoning for doing certain things. Um, having these super uh, extra abilities that usually no one else would possess. And so with that comes the mindset of testing these set abilities. And then two... Um, not him looking down, but literally that's kind of what he's doing when he tests it on um, the entire
entire countryside and, and sets it aflame or uh, looks at uh, villages and, and tries to find the strongest uh, people there uh, to test his might. And inevitably, there is no one who can, uh, quote-unquote, match his strength because it's he's like flying through the air and, and fighting these molten beings. And it's kind of like an asteroid that drops down on the planet Celestial, which is ginormous to begin with. And so he literally finds someone out of, from the beginning of the series, there was no one before, and then there is someone, uh, or this thing, or entity, um, that splits and becomes all these molten-like beings, and then he fights them to no avail, uh, meaning as in they have no, he's just that strong um, to fight these beings, and it's almost like fighting a, a volcano um, with moving beings. Literally, it destroys um, the countryside in which they battle in. And, and without regard for any human life in general, it's just continuing. And, and that's where I cut or tie in, uh, what do you call this, Onyx's story. Because him and his refugee camp is literally where um, Oleander is fighting these uh, mythical-like beings. This is where the story begins, and I just give a brief account as to um, there's a third person um, or a third character who witnesses this, and so Oleander, being um, the bloodlust uh, character that he is, it doesn't want anyone to see him as he fights these beings, and, and so afterwards it's kind of like uh, a detective, or if me or you or a person witnesses something as crazy as this is, and um, then after he defeats whoever it was is looking for that character who witnessed it and um yeah i, I know that you will enjoy this series and uh, i can't wait to um, because this is a winding up um start for the second book so um, be looking for that as well uh, yeah i know you enjoy this peace Janice's Threshold Onyx held the dirt beneath his feet, unsure as to how he survived such a feat. The ever-changing element of fire had its revenge. Joint with death, there would be no recompense. His refugee camp scattered amongst the tattered ashes of Celestial. The battle commenced to his dismay. He gathered himself fleeing, scrambling to the nearest tree, wishing it held something cordial. The only scene that remained was disarray. Breathing heavenly, he understood one thing very clearly. The Celestial was not what it seemed. For Oleander and the countless molten beings engaged in a dance the gods themselves savored for Yggdrasil's leaves. Gridlocked, Oleander paid no mind to Onyx. His face wore a smile. His boredom staved off for miles. Giving the refugee leader a spell to cast his time warp. A moment's rest to find someone of worth other than himself. What ill-fated luck they all bore to knock upon destruction's door. The heat from the molten ash brought his vision to tears, or perhaps it was the circumstance. Bodies upon limbs. There would be no point in burying them now, for their cremation had already come, a glimpse into the hands of destiny's son. He ran not of fear. He understood the running was survival. Nothing in his arsenal could match the power of either of those mythical creatures. Only in this frail might, 
nor the molten whore Salamander's bite. The choice to stay and perish or chance the gambit being with his life, since he left the comfort of that forgotten cottage. Onyx left over two skeletons, seconds from dust, death's lust overlooked his might. Yet someone in the shadow saw everything, eyes who knew Onyx, the shadows saw everything.